And this letter, letter number eight in Igedes HaKodesh, is one of uh, 16 letters, half of Igedes HaKodesh, are letters about tzedakah. Uh, every year, the Alter Rebbe would write an appeals letter to his chassidim. It was not like the appeals letters we get. <laughs> it wasn't sob stories. Every letter was a, an innovation, a new insight, a new depth in the idea of giving tzedakah. And by the time you finish, writing, finish reading and learning this letter, you would run to give, to give, uh, to give your tzedakah. The Alter Rebbe took responsibility to take care of Kol Chabad. He established Kol Chabad to take care of the Yidin, the Chassidim, who made Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael. And it was an obligation on every Chassid to, to, to participate. And this particular letter, letter Ches, Yigeres HaKedosh Ches, so he starts out on the Nusach HaTfilah, we say in the first, uh, first bracha of Shema, Zereya Tzedakis Matzmiach Yishuis, that we plant Tzedakis, which in general refers to all mitzvahs of Tzedakis, but specifically to the mitzvah of Tzedakah. And Matzmiach Yishuis, and this sprouts Yishuis, help. And uh, this is based on a Pasuk in Hesheya, capital Yud, where the Pasuk says, it says, Ziru lechem You should sow and plant tzedakah. And the question is, what's the connection? The analogy, what's the analogy of, pl- of sowing, of planting? It would make more sense if you give tzedakah, you acquire Yeshua. So you're giving money, you're purchasing, you're buying something. What does giving money have to do with planting? What's the, what's the connection? So the Alter Rebbe says to understand this, we have to understand the Gemara says in Baba Basra, Daf Yud, that Rabbi Lazar, before he davened, would go seeking out, search a poor person to give him tzedakah. Rabbi Lazar, Yoiv, Yoiv, tzedakah lani, and Vahadar Matzli. Yoiv, Prutalani, Vahadar Matzli. He would give a penny to, to a poor person, and then he would daven, and it said, because it says, it says in, Kapit, in Tilim, and can tell him, Perik Yudzayin, Ani Betzedek, Echzefanecha. That through Tzedakah, Echzefanecha, I will see your face, which is really what davening is all about. What's the, what's the point of davening? Davening is much more than just asking for your needs. If davening was just about asking for your needs, it would be a five minute affair. The idea that we're spending so much time every morning in davening is because davening, the essence of davening, is really a time. When we see Panecha, when Hashem shows us Panecha, His face, the face comes from the word Pnimius. A person's inner essence is revealed in a space, written all over your face. Hashem reveals Himself in davening. That in davening a Yid gets to experience Hashem Himself. Davening is a time when a, a person reaches a level of egolessness. When you connect with the Ebeshter, when you become one with the Ebrister, which is like the higher level of tshuva, it's not about, um, it's not about fixing or, or mending. It's much deeper than that. Davening is also a time when you work on your character and you, you fix your, 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 yourself, your personality. But deeper than that, davening is a time when you overcome the gap, the, connect, the disconnect between us, our ego, which disconnects us from Hashem, and in davening, we sense and we feel and we are absorbed by a revelation of Getlachai. We sense Hashem, we experience Hashem. And that's why we spend so much time in davening. And that's why we mention the Malachim. Why do we mention the Malachim in davening, what they're experiencing? Because we get a taste. 
we get to taste and we get to experience what the Malachim are experiencing. The Malachim are overwhelmed, because they're experiencing Hashem, they're experiencing the infinite, they're experiencing something that's beyond themselves. It's beyond their capacity to absorb. And therefore, they're all, uh, they're all excited. And we get, we also experience, we also get to taste and experience that during davening, which he says is a pure act of, of tzedakah. Because it's not something that we earn, it's not something that we can demand, it's not even something that we can expect as a bonus. It's something that's beyond our capacity. Hashem doesn't have to give us <clears throat> that we should experience, experience this revelation of godliness that should inspire us and should absorb it. We should be absorbed in, in, in Getlachai, to be absorbed in something that's beyond ourselves, that totally transcends and is beyond ourselves, and which inspires and focuses us and centers us for the rest of the day and connects us. This is a, an act of pure act of tzedakah. So in order, in order to experience Echzefanecha, which is an act of tzedakah, Ani B'Tzedek. Rabbi Lazar would go out and seek out a poor person to give tzedakah because it's measure for measure. Yes, it is an act, it is a pure act of kindness, which Hashem, it's a pure act of tzedakah. Hashem is not obligated to give us this experience. It's not something we can demand or even expect. But nevertheless, Hashem also has, besides the attribute of kindness, which is Hashem's attribute, infinite kindness, Hashem also has the attribute of gevura, of strength. Just like we have the, uh, the defense and we have the, the prosecution. So that we have Hashem's chesed and we also have Hashem's, Hashem's gevura. Hashem's gevura demands that we have to earn it and we have, to, we have to be worthy of it. Why should Hashem give us this intense revelation of godliness that we get to experience in davening, echzefanecha, we have to be worthy. So we have to do something that we should be worthy of it. So we give tzedakah, we do something on our part. We, so that evokes Hashem's kindness. That Hashem could overcome the, the, uh, the attribute of din. So that's why I have to take an act. I need I have to go do an act of tzedakah. When I do an act of tzedakah, then Hashem is, overcomes his attribute of gevura, and Hashem, chesed, will also flow, and we will get to experience this overwhelming and be absorbed in this, in this, in this experience of, of egolessness and becoming connect, connected with Hashem. But al asks, it still doesn't explain. Because when you say that our act evokes Hashem's act, it's because that's the way Hashem acts. It's measure for measure. Midah connected midah. But measure for measure means it has to have some relationship. It has to have some connection. You know, our act of kindness, and therefore it evokes Hashem's kindness, which is infinite. It has to have some relationship. So it would make sense to say that our act of tzedakah will evoke, and in Leilam Haba, in the afterlife, will also be able to experience a revelation of, of getlachite, of godliness. But it doesn't explain... It doesn't explain the revelation that we do experience in davening, which is not just that we're experiencing, we're getting a taste of the experience that the neshama will have in the afterlife. Panecha means we're getting the inner, we're getting the core, the essence of Hashem. 
Hashem transcends all the worlds. Not only Hashem transcends our world, He transcends the world to come. Hashem transcends the whole frame of reference of the whole universe. So how is it possible that through my simple act of giving a pruta, giving a penny, putting my hand in my pocket, and taking out the penny and giving it to the poor person so he can can buy a slice of bread, how does that act evoke something that's not commensurate, it's not even in the ballpark, there's no relationship, there's no connection. That's why, that's the analogy, that's why the act of tzedakah is compared to planting a seed. Because the act of planting a seed, if you think about it, it's beyond miraculous. It's literally something from nothing. How is it possible that I take a seed and I plant one seed in the ground and out of this seed, I plant a wheat seed and I'm going to get a stalk of wheat that has thousands of seeds from one seed. Especially if you plant a seed and then you get a vegetable. It's not only I'm getting many more seeds, like in the stalk of grain. When you plant a seed and then you get a vegetable, it's qualitatively superior. I planted a seed which is tasteless, and what do I get in return? I get a a beautiful vegetable. How much more so when you plant a seed and you get a tree, a tree that endures and that lasts, and that every year the branches will give off fruits, and each fruit has trees, and you can continue to, to plant How is it possible? How do you get from one seed? How do you get this lush, beautiful tree? Especially, you don't even have that one seed. In order for the seed to grow, in order for it to grow, first the seed has to rot. So so I plant the seed, and this seed rots. And from this nothingness, suddenly, you get this lush tree. So obviously, there's, there's no connection between the seed the act of planting a seed, and the end result. It's not my planting that creates the tree. The tree is entirely made because the Abishta, when he created the world in the, beginning of, in the beginning of creation, he left in the earth. The earth, the act of creation, what happened in the first day of creation, in, in Yom Shlishi, when Hashem empowered the earth, he placed this infinite ability in the earth to create, renewable, to create something from nothing. So the rest of the world, Hashem created it once, and now He's just renewing it. But Hashem, in the earth, it remains. This ability to create something from nothing continues until today. Every time you plant a tree, it's your, your, you plant a seed, the seed is triggering Hashem's ability to create something from nothing. It's not commensurate to my act. My act is nothing. What's in the seed? But it's when I plant a seed. So the seed awakens and evokes and triggers because the seed also came from the earth. So the seed also has somewhat of this ability to create. And then when the seed rots and the seed becomes absorbed in the earth, so the seed awakens, evokes, and triggers the ability, this infinite, this divine ability that Hashem placed in the earth to create, and the seed also serves a purpose. The seed channels this creative ability, because this creative ability could renew anything, could create anything. I want to create a tomato. So by planting a tomato seed, I'm going to channel that ability to create to create a tomato seed. Or if I, I want to plant an apple tree, it's going to create an apple tree. But there's almost no connection between the actual seed and the end result. It's purely, it's entirely Hashem. 
And, and the, the act of planting, to a yid, the act of planting, is, is, it's, it's a godly event. You can't, even, you can't even say, you can't even delude yourself that it's my, beha- my actions, my planting that created the tree. All it is, is just a, a trigger and a channel. So that's the marshal of tzedakah. That when a yid does mitzvahs in general, especially tzedakah, it's like planting a seed. That's all I'm doing. Of course, Hashem does everything. As a result of my tzedakah, we trigger this, this event, this infinite revelation of panecha, of Hashem's inner core, inner essence, inner self that transcends all of the world, is beyond this world, beyond the Elam Abba. But it has to be planted in the earth, in fertile ground. If you take a, a seed and plant it on the table, nothing is going to happen. If you take a seed and plant it in the desert, nothing is going to happen. If you take a seed and plant it in earth that's not plowed, nothing is going to happen. But when you take a seed and you plant it in a yid, a yid is called Knesset Yisrael, this is Hashem's fertile ground. Atem Kruyam Eretz is the yidin, we are Hashem's fertile ground. So when we plant a seed and we give to duck which is also an act of plowing. You're breaking yourself. Tzedakah is a sacrifice. You're giving your hard-earned money. It's not just generosity and kindness. It's also an act of sacrifice. My hard-earned money, and I'm giving it away for no reason, just to help another person. So when I take this seed and I plant it, this triggers this triggers the response which is not commensurate. It is not commensurate. There's no connection almost between my act, giving a pruta, giving a penny to this poor person. Rabbi Lazar went looking and seeking out this poor person to give him tzedakah. And the result is... And matzmiach Yeshua. What's a Yeshua? It sprouts Yeshua. Yeshua, help. Help means someone is... In, is, is is in danger and needs help. The neshama in this body, the neshama in this world, we are trapped in our egos. We live in a very coarse and crass body. Our human consciousness conceals and covers up in our neshama. When we give tzedakah, matzmiach Yeshua, this sprouts a Yeshua, this intense revelation of godliness that we get to experience in davening. We actually get to feel and experience it. We become absorbed. We become elevated into something that's beyond, to connected with Hashem in a way that inspires us and moves us and becomes the, the, the center point for the rest of our day. And he says, especially, this is true in general when you give tzedakah. Especially when you give tzedakah, when you're supporting the Jews living in Israel, Neretz Yisrael. This is the ultimate earth. This is the ultimate earth that corresponds to the earth above, the earth, the earth Lamaila. So when we give tzedakah, you can be living outside of Eretz Yisrael, but when you support Kol Chabad, and you're giving tzedakah to the Yidden living in Eretz Yisrael, and here this earth parallels and directly corresponds to the earth above, which is the, the level of the Shekhinah above. So when we give tzedakah, this cre- triggers the ultimate response. The ultimate tzedakah, tzedakah is matzmiach Yeshua is, and this is the ultimate response, as it says in the pasuk, 
Zirulachem tzedakah, we planted tzedakah, and then we get the ultimate Yeshua, and we get to experience and to taste in this world, during davening, the essence, the essence of the Eibushter. And uh, to learn this Pedic uh, and all the other Prakam a little more in detail and word for word and in depth, you can follow our um, tanyaclass.com. It's a website, a podcast. It's also on Spotify. And uh, after learning such a letter, you want to jump out of your seat. <laughs> you want to grab a hold of your checkbook <laughs> and you want to write a check because you understand the power of us reaching into our pocket and giving tzedakah.